One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the hardest job in football, being England manager. At a tournament in Scotland, probably weren't even in. So what we decided not to go to that one. No. No, we decided that. Regular habit. You couldn't play schools, Lampard and Gerrard all in the same midfield. Do you mm. see him managing a top six side? If he was to walk out today, yeah, I think he gets a, a top job. A, I, a top six side? Yeah, I think so. The first thing you do when you play England, you want to yeah, hand them. Yeah. yeah, you want to put a few of them on their arses. Welcome to episode three of Simon and Sunes, or Sunes and Simon, as Graham would it's got a nice, it. It's got a nicer ring to it, I think. You think? Yeah. Um, we're going to talk, I think, Gray, uh, this week about, given that England are being tipped to win the European Championships, I think we talk about England managers. And we've just lost one recently yeah. in Terry Venables. Um you must have met him. I met him on a number of occasions. I bought the club that he managed. What was your experiences of Venables? When I was 15, I came down here from, from Edinburgh, joined Spurs. He was a big player at Spurs at the time. He was a real character. Mm. I can remember, you know, when you're 15 and you go, 15, I think it's a lot older now, but as a 15-year-old going to Spurs, they were, they were a very good team at the time. You remember where the good guys were. You were 15. I was 15. You go into a football club and it's imprinted very early on. Was that late sixties? Yes. Yeah. And and who's um, manager? Bill Nixon. Bill Nick. Yeah. And you you know you go into the, you had to knock to go in the home dressing room. So um, I remember him being one of the really good guys. And what I remember about him, um, one of my jobs on a Friday was to with that brass door pushes on the doors, brass plates on. My I, I got a cosy job. My job was to clean clean the brasses on a on a Friday after training and I remember being in the dress the the treatment room and he was in there and he was getting and he was singing and I thought you can sing he was mm. singing at the top of his voice really good singer yeah he was and he was always cracking jokes and he was always but he was lively. in that mix when he was George Graham um and um and I think he and um Chopper Harris had they all had these tailors didn't they and he was a bit of a he wrote the, the Hazel books didn't he I mean yeah. for me I um, remember from Palace from 79 when they got promoted from when Malcolm Allison brought him in mm. to Palace. But for Venables, obviously, he was part of a, a group of young managers or a young manager that came in. Um, the team of the 80s was Palace. But as far as an England manager, what did you make of him as, a, as an England manager? Well, because obviously well, can, that 96... Can I just give you a little bit more background? But his, he, he was a football, a football man. When I was a player at Liverpool, late 70s, early 80s, mm. He used to come to all the European games. And I see all of them, all of them. And he'd get the last train back to London after the game. But he'd be in the, the players' room afterwards. And it was just about, he was just trying to collect as much knowledge as he could. We were the team at the time. And he felt he could learn more from us than anywhere else. He was always at our 
European. Do you think he was a revolutionary coach? Because it gets attributed a lot with that. Because yeah, when you talk well, about you... the pressing game that he brought into Barcelona, that you always say, don't you? Oh, b to this notion that all these things are new. Well, we were doing. They, we were they, doing they were all doing them. We were doing that. We were doing that better than anyone else. And they always promoted that. Well, no, we're talking about Terry Venables, mm. but Ronnie Moran, Joe Fagan, Bob Pizzi always promoted the team and did that best. But generally, be the team that won the league. So we were. That was in our. That was in us. Back in late seventies, early eighties, but but Venner's would be regarded as a revolutionary, and and you'll never find anyone who worked with him say anything else than he was a fabulous coach. Mm. He had a real cheeky chat personality. He was great fun to be around, but a football man. And as an England manager, and you hear people say, it, and I I would agree with that, it's the hardest job in football being an England manager. The expectation level sixty six is continually mentioned. Um, and I think he had a really good team, but he actually found dealing with the media and that expectation level difficult. I can't, that's something in my Venables. head tells me, yeah. Did he? I don't know if he actually told me that personally or I've read it somewhere, but I, even he found that difficult. Because he was a great communicator. Because every time, and I, I had mixed experiences of Terry growing up as a kid, watching him manage the team that I supported, that my father had been involved, had played for in the 50s. And then when I bought Palace, I met Terry, and it wasn't. It was a difficult experience for me because he, the only jokes that were funny were the ones that he was telling. Mm. And I was picking up some of the tab from the Goldberg era where Goldberg had paid him a lot of money to come in back into Palace and Terry wasn't that interested in being at Palace at that time. But in the, in the, in the 96, I thought he handled the media brilliantly because you had all that stuff with the dentist chair. And mm. what he did was he switched it around, didn't he? And he turned it on the media. And he supported his players, yeah, well, so he to. manipulated the media to, you know, to yeah. turn everyone against the media rather than the media being turned against the players. Yeah, but he was a master of that. He was a communicator. Mm. He understood how it worked. Mm. I think something in my head tells me he came out with it, or he told me that, that how difficult that was dealing with the media. And you think if he can't get that right, then no one's going to get it right. You you spoke the other day when you watched your lot get stuffed by England three 0 and talked about levels, and you talked about. Um, the potential of England going on and winning this tournament, and I think they, I think they're quite rightly favourites. What do you make of Southgate and the job he's done? Uh, only criticism. I think he's overcautious. I think he, he must realise now that he's got a fabulous group of players, and I would play with a handbrake off. I take the handbrake off them. I don't think you need two holding midfield players against the vast majority of teams that play because they're that good. Yeah, mm. get it if you're playing a France or maybe Argentina or even Germany, Spain, but. Germany as they are now, though. Yeah, right? yeah. But not Germany as they are now. Yeah, but I still think you're always thinking Germany could be Flick a special a team on the day. Yeah. yeah. I just, that'd be only criticism. I think he's, he's handled it beautifully. He's got the press on side, and so he should have, you know, because they're winning nearly every game they play. Um, but there's a mixed reaction, there's a mixed reaction, not reaction, mixed reaction to him, isn't there? Because every time I do a show and Southgate comes, I have mixed emotions about him. Would it be for what I've, I've said? Hmm? That he's, what would, what is a mixed reaction? Well, I think people look at it and go, I I'm in the mixed reaction camp. I think that he's done really well to manage the media. I think he's done really well. It's easy to do that when you're winning, Simon. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Sure, but he still had to pick it up from somewhere and manage the media from the outset relatively well. Maybe that's because the media's expectations were so low after the 2016 Iceland debacle, and then Sam falls Just on Remind me again what happened there. We were at a tournament that Scotland probably weren't even in. So what we decided not to go to that one. Uh, no, we've decided a that regular habit, yeah. several times but I think in the last he, couple of decades. I think he's managed the media well. I think he's managed getting rid of the apparent issues that I find preposterous, that they've got the, the sort of mentalities of players playing for different clubs that wouldn't mix in the international framework. So he's got rid of all that. But I try to work out, well, who have we beaten that we shouldn't have beaten? And who have we overcome mm. that was challenging for us to overcome? And the answer is we've beaten everyone that we should have beaten mm-hmm. and we've overcome nobody that we shouldn't have done. Yeah. So we get to we get to a World Cup semi-final against the Croatians. We dominate the first half. They're dreadful. Second half, they change. We don't go with them. We lose. And we put that down to naivety on his part. Mm-hmm. We go to the Euros. We score early. The Italians get back in the game. We wait and we wait and we wait and we wait. They score and then we change. And, and then, then we go then to the France. World Cup. We've got the French on the rack. And rather than take it to them and put it on them, we don't change. We let, mm. we let the French back in the game. Now... Am I off the mark on this? No, that's, that that'd be a that'd be a fair criticism. I just think I look at the age of this team now, the experience of the team, and obviously Bellingham's a jewel in the, the yeah, he's a he's a, he's a baby in the team, but yeah. he plays like a man already. I just think that him and Harry Kane will get goals for you out of nothing, and, and I look at the rest of the team. Yeah, they're not perfect in all the places, but no team ever is. I think. Goalkeeper at times, a bit erratic. Yeah, but temperamental accident waiting to happen. I hate to see goalkeepers when someone gets a shot on a goal and they've made a says he runs out pointing the finger and appears to I can't lip read and I don't know if it's an angry head and he's pointing fingers or is it just a you know we all no, know goalkeepers are different. There. I mean, Clemens never did that, did he? No, no, no. Um, that's what you're paid for to keep the ball at your net, make saves. I think um, centre back that's yet to settle down. So I don't think they're perfect. At the back, but I think going forward, they've got great, great firepower. Do you think they'll win? I think, I, I think they will. Do you think it would be a failure if they didn't win? No, because in any game of football, you can get players sent off, you can get a dodgy refereeing decision. But I think without those factors, without that, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. I think they'll win it. You couldn't play Scholes, Lampard, and Gerrard all in the same midfield. Well, is there another Sunes or it's another Dublin? First thing you do when you play England. You want to yeah, at Hamden, yeah. yeah. You want to put a few of them on their arses. If he was to walk out today, yeah, I think he gets a, a top job. You've managed England, mm. you've been the coach of England. I'm not really a big fan of it, but it's a media handle that gets thrown on things like you and I talk about world class players, and it gets thrown around like confetti and it gets a bit wearing because it's not true. But 
this golden generation that was back in the day being compared to this current crop. We had back in the day in the, in the mid-2000s when Sven-Goran Eriksson was the manager um, after Kevin Keegan and, and you had Beckham and then you had Gerrard and you had Lampard and we had all these and Rooney Skulls. and Skulls mm. and all those players yet we kind of flattered to deceive. Great mystery there for me was how you couldn't play Skulls, Lampard and Gerrard all in the same midfield. Couldn't. Oh, that was a great argument of the day, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, you should have done, yeah. Yeah. They, they, now, they were all world-class players. They were all world... Yeah. Three of them were world-class players. And you can't come up with a, a system, a formula that, that would, would work for them. I found that difficult. What about your lot? I mean, it's difficult for me to feign any interest, but I'll... Do your to, best. It's to manufacture some it's for the purpose of this conversation. Try, do your best. Yeah. Right. Enthusiasm. Well, look, take a deep breath. I'm doing it. Go I'm, for it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm mustering it up. In your time, you look at the look at you, and you look at Doug Leash, and you look at Hanson, um, and name me some more top Scottish players. Well, I, mean, I think Joe Jordan was a great centre forward. Yeah, I mean, people like. I thought Willie Johnson was a good winger. Yeah, we had, we had um, Archie Gemmell. Archie Gemmell was a top player. Alan Ruff. Yeah, he was goalkeeper. <laughs> no, he's a hell, hell of a good lad. Um, Danny McGrain. Danny McGrain yeah. was a top, yeah. top player. Um, but these players were top players. You were top players. What's happened to Scottish football well, I've, that, the, that this is, seems to have just drifted away? I think it's a generation thing. You know, Southgate's lucky. You know, when you're, when you're a manager of a, a national team, you're, you're totally reliant on what the nation has thrown up at that particular time. You can't buy players. You can't trade them. If you analyse how many days you have actually to work with them, mm -hmm. It's not a lot. You you're can't. Not them, you're no, you can't them change them. You're, yeah. you're you're taking them over, and you're you maybe ask them. You've picked them because you see them doing good things for their club, and you bring them into the national stage. You can ask them to do something different. But why isn't no. there another? Why why because isn't there another Sunes or it's another generation? It's a generation that we we've not we've not produced them for a couple of decades. I don't know. I don't know, but I'd say this current group are the best we've had for for a couple of decades. I think the um, the Euros here in England were a good group. And I think now this is a, I would... They're an honest group, aren't they? I mean... Yeah, we don't have a goal scorer. Yeah. McTominay is our main yeah. threat for, for goals from midfield. So if we had a goal scorer, that would be, a, that'd be a, a great thing to have because I think we're very solid. We know what we're all doing. We're good defensively. But, and this is a, maybe the biggest question mark, more than not having a striker, when we played England, we didn't believe. You know, the first thing you do when you play England you want to at Hamden, yeah. yeah. You want to put a few of them on their arses mm -hmm. and say, "Come on, then, let's see if you're really up for it." That night, England started. England started like that. They were putting Scottish players on their backsides and getting amongst them and saying, "Come on, then." And we didn't respond to that. And it was such a one-sided game. I was deeply Why disappointed. Why do you think that was state of mind? Just not belief. Yeah, having having you know. When I played, we we, we were playing for the biggest teams, and you know, when I'm playing against England, some of my teammates. I knew Kenny certainly did as well. We, we were every bit as good as them and better. So we, we never had any inferiority complex when we played England. But that group at Hamden a couple of months ago did. And that disappointed me greatly. Not that you can play badly in a game, you can get beat. But we didn't, we didn't turn up. Right? We didn't turn up with a, you know, the fire to meet them head on in a challenge. We were, we, we were allowed, they intimidated us and we just accepted it. Disappointing. That's a worry. You when you play against the big teams, you've got to go, come on then. I'm everybody's That's good a psychological as you. approach, though, isn't it? Yeah, but that, 
And that no, comes from psychological comes from the coach, isn't it? Oh, I didn't need a coach to tell me that. Yeah, but you're 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 an exception that doesn't prove a rule. We've already had this debate when you hide your little rock behind a you know hide your little light behind a bushel. You're yep. well, you were a world class player, right? Thank you very and there much. Are a few, there are a few exceptions, so you don't. You're... But I never felt inferior to anyone. No, and I think big players have to have that. I don't think you can be a big player unless you have that. That you're going on the pitch and thinking that you're better than the guy you're playing against. And I'm going to show you today. If you um, if you if we move back to England for a second because it's far more interesting than your lot. One Southgate, if Southgate doesn't win the European Championships, I think he'll go. And what if he wins it? I think he'll go then as well because I think. So he's going. Well, I think what? He, what will he have been there? Seven years. Do you mm. see him managing a top six side? I, I think he's. I think his record. If he was to walk out today, yeah, I think he gets a, a top job. A, I, a top six side. Yeah, I think so. Like who? Well, you mentioned the top six. I mean. Potentially, there's going to be openings because of the demands of the really? Premier League. Yeah, I think the way he's handled himself, he's obviously had media training. You know, he moves his hands. Speak like, don't, no, no, they never have a clinch foot to do that. Um, it's a massive. It's a how mess. do they do it? How do they do it? I'm, I'm thinking of, um, you know, the Tony Blair, the all the politicians, how they use their the hands. body language. That's a, that's the one, isn't it? They do that with positive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I see him getting a top job. Do you? Yeah. Why, why are you surprised at that? Because we've just said that managing a national side is very different in terms of the amount of time you have with players. Not only would he get, a top, get offered a top six job. I'm surprised you said it. He'd get offered a big job abroad as well. Just, you've managed England. Mm. You've been a coach of England. I'm surprised by that. Who do you think would replace him? Do you think someone like Eddie Howe would be a good fit for it? Well, if it was this summer... I think that rules out Eddie because I think it's very yeah. much got to work in progress. He's, he's involved with Newcastle. Mm. Beyond Eddie, it has to be an Englishman, I think. Um, should well, be a, it should be a fundamental requirement, shouldn't it? If you have to, if you're, if to play for your country, you have to be English or Scottish or whatever. Then to manage your country, you should have to be English or Scottish. Yeah, we, you we, think? we live in a, 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 global, a globalized world. I know. Yeah. yeah, but I'm talking about well, they're not that basis. In a perfect scenario. Yeah, and you, you, England tried an Italian, tried a Swede. Cultural difference was, was was just miles off, wasn't he? In terms of culturally, not yes. tactically and technically, but just culturally, he read yeah, the long room, didn't he? Yeah, he couldn't couldn't get it how they behaved at times. Right, that's it for episode three of Simon and Sunes. Enjoy Christmas, and we'll see you next time we're out. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.